The following podcast is for mature audiences only, so hey, look, if you're under 18, just turn it off, okay? Do you know the secrets of making friends? They are so simple and easy. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Hey guys, it's Ms. Jenga. It's Freckles, Captain Captain Jack. And we... Because <laughs> I'm a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> oh, damn, girl. Oh, the Patreon customers will laugh. Patreon supporters. <laughs> they will laugh, laugh and laugh. And laugh. Mm. Little something, something for them. Uh, we are here today on the O-Face podcast with uh, the brother from this mother. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Please, please welcome back to the podcast, brother. Brother. the boy, like brother, brother, brother from this yeah, mother. I, oh, this uh, just doesn't the, make sense. I, this came out of my vagina. I know that. Ooh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. Uh, Hopefully not did at you, that size. Did you bleep me? It no, was he close. Just said hello. No, I said hello in a very <laughs> high pitched voice. That fucking head has not gotten that much bigger. <laughs> I mean, and still, you fucked me. It it's not shrunk it's, real nice. Yeah. Thank you. It's yeah. not like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Is no, it? it's not. You're welcome. Kegels. All the ladies are doing them right now, just from saying it. It's like a dog whistle. <laughs> a little reminder. Oh, yeah. I do my kegels. kegels. How, how Pavlovian. I enjoy it. It is. I do it my really kegels is. every day. Good. Nice. You know, you can control your ejaculation with uh, those particular exercises. Yeah, don't overdo it, though, because Truth. you, you just then, never will come. Right. Ever. Oh. <laughs> Ever. No, it's horrifying. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, wow. I do do my Kegels. Yeah. 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 And, well yeah, done. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Here. There, there we, we go. go. Overshare podcast. Yeah. Well, I, I mean. That's how we roll. Hey, you know, you, you bring me out here. You feed me liquor. I mean, like, it's. What what the hell do you do? You, you moved not, out. I'm not complaining. Kinda. I mean, no. Kinda. We're we're still holding space for him. Yeah. He still has a room here in case shit goes sideways. Which well, it mean, doesn't seem like it's going to. So who no, knows? No. Um, yeah. Who so, knew? So who am I? Well, who am I? You are Drusy for the boy. The boy. Our, you are our, the boy. <laughs> the the yeah. fabulous. Uh, burlesque fire performer from from our loins of mm. two-thirds of this podcast <laughs> don't say r r they ain't our. part of my not I, my I loins two-thirds of this podcast oh no have another drink jack <laughs> so you were just at burly con which we're going to talk about and you said yes. that the one thing that you enjoyed drinking was all of the shots yeah um, so we've made a special little shot shot, it is a pomegranate uh, lemon drop it's got sugar on the rim for the kids interesting nice because i do it right yeah because training wheels Mm. <laughs> That's almost god awful. Mm. This is why I don't do vodka. Is I was I was out of regular vodka, so I used um, pomegranate. Pomegranate vodka. I kind of like our our train wreck drinks. <laughs> oh my god! It, what? There's some lemon in that. <laughs> you like it? It was I love lemon. It was good in theory. It was I, a good I idea. Think, I I think I now. Oh, oh, guys, 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 the guys, guys, the second drink doesn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. You're right. Yeah. yeah. So one Ooh. of the improvements that we're making to the podcast is uh, Jack is a uh, hobbyist bartender and uh, Freckles enjoys uh, creating drinks and researching drinks. 
Yes. So I said, fucking make a, a menu for me so I can make sure we've got mixers. <laughs> I'm only a bartender because Washington State has given me a license to bartend. Sure. That's all the expertise that was, I need. That was very nice of them. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Cool. I had mine too. I let it lapse. <laughs> I still got mine. I became an officiant instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all good. What, is only one license at a time? I No, I've got a lot. <laughs> I have several licenses. License to kill. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh, you beat oh. me to it. Oh, I just saw James Bond last that, night, too. That, that came with the stripper heels I bought. It was right in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that was an official uh, that, government. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, it your was, badge of the heels. No, that's exactly what it right? is. You have knife, knife point stilettos. I believe it. Not to literally kill. Just kill with my fabulous looks. Right. Thus, the knife point stilettos. Right. Um, all right. So... You were just at the con. Yes, indeed I was. Comic-Con? Um, no, uh, BurleyCon. BurleyCon. Uh, BurleyCon. What the is that fuck about is BurleyCon? Big Burley guys. Um, no, it is not about <laughs> Bear Burley guys. Central. Quite, quite the opposite, as a matter of fact. Um, <laughs> quite the opposite. Um, it was a... Um, guys prancing around their underwear with sparkles? Uh, all five of us. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Seriously, yeah. no, there was there no, got to be more no, than there that. There was a lot of us there. Um, <gasps> Did you get to play with Raygun? Um, I did take a couple <gasps> of lessons. Uh, can I can I explain what BurleyCon is first? Yeah, I, sorry. I will do that. You are way too excited. Does about this, this make shit. up for the fact that he is not gay? Sorta. Okay. <laughs> we've <laughs> gone right. Like, we've gone right to question. that. Many people question. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um, <laughs> you just like the poontang, right? <laughs> You'd be the one to ask. <laughs> Look, dude. At this point, if I were gay, this would be so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, okay. No, this is this makes sense. Nope, nope. I just love Poontang way too fucking much. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm sure if I if I had a choice, uh, I'm I'm sure that I probably would in fact be gay. He's still but, young. You and me both. Yeah. There but you go. I'm sorry. I just no. Not That's happening. all right. It's all right. Um, you just crushed your mother's dreams. It's okay. Look, low fucking. Again. That is a low fucking bar. If all she hoped for me was that I was gay, I'm okay with that. Thank you for having uh, oh so very high expectations of me. Appreciate you're, that. You're welcome. Um, yeah, achievement not unlocked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what? Anyway, so uh, BurleyCon is. It does piss a... your sister off though that I didn't want a gay daughter. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like sibling rivalry at its so, finest. So BurleyCon. So BurleyCon. How did I get? How did I get Mr. Big Job? <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> I was trying to be Mr. Big. And so BurleyCon. Yes. Um, so BurleyCon is a um, annual convention that is held in basically the Seattle area. Um, apparently, they just recently changed venues. Um, so I can't I can't really disclose, disclose exactly where it is because you don't know for 2016. Pretty much, I have no Got idea. It. Um, but they are in the, the so Seattle area, and they are basically kind of the big convention out here like this is the one that people fly in for and it's not one of those little like local star trek conventions this is um this is like if shade the, the only, has been thrown uh, um if i were to put an a equivalent on it for say uh the nerds in the in the audience sure this would be BurleyCon is uh the packs of the video game industry it's kind of the way where a lot of people show up. It's not as big as Comic-Con. It's not a bi- sure. as big as E3. But it is a it is a very compact and almost a little bit intimate um, by comparison to some of the other bigger conventions. Okay. So, oh. um, so, it's, a, so it's a medium-sized regional there convention are, for much. There are bigger yeah, pretty much. burlesque conventions. Oh, well, there's there's Behoff. Uh, well, oh, B- right, right. Behoff is 
the burlesque hall of fame festival sure yeah no you're so right. it's more of a festival than just a convention correct yeah. so i guess if if we were to equate it like that then um then yeah burlycon would be a the shit it would be the shit yeah it would be a a basically it's a learning experience mm-hmm. um I and they're in to, their yeah. what year 11th uh, i think they're 11th year see i, I was, I was it mixed up we were talking about yeah we'll look it up on the website yeah um because i was talking about how seattle is the epicenter like um hump started they they were in their 11th year we just did a podcast with them oh cool and like i started doing sex positive work in 11 years ago mm-hmm. like hardcore yeah, so um, you in fact are taking credit for the uh the sex positivity in seattle is indeed, that indeed she is no but, <laughs> i got but vanilla yes. married about 11 years ago yeah you got yeah. what? Vanilla married, very, very conservatively married about 11 years oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. Ta da. I was in fourth grade about 11 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. I All mean, right. Like if we're, so we're you're talking about yeah. past shit. Your stage name is Drew C. Fur. Indeed it is. And that comes from a childhood nickname uh, yes. based on the fact that sometimes you were a devil child, so we were calling you Drucifer, and yeah. then you discovered that it was rhymes with Lucifer and freaked out a little bit. I was so angry. I was so <laughs> angry. And when it when was it that you dis- you you noticed the rhyming? Um <laughs> Well, he was a teenager. I, I was a I was a dumb child. <laughs> no, it was, but it was a term of affection. Sure, yeah. and you framed it as such, so I didn't make the connection. Right, therefore I was a dumb child. <laughs> no, um, but um, there was it, also Drew Fistopheles. Yeah, that Drew, no, that didn't stick though. Drewlicious, no, it didn't really. Drewlicious stuck. Uh, Drew. Um, the only, the only time really I was called Andrew was whether I was at school or I was in trouble. So right, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I I think you guys actually wanted to name me Drew, considering apparently Andrew <laughs> is too much work. Um, it's got that extra syllable in it. Yeah, God forbid you don't want to wear your mouth out. Um, <laughs> I got to save that for blowjobs. There you go. Good podcast. Get it. Right? <laughs> um, anyway, so, um, but yes, I went to this uh, particular convention. It was my first year. Um, nice. I went with um, Eddie Van Glam, who is my uh, burlesque mentor. Right. And um, he introduced me around. Fabulous burlesque dancer. Fantastic that guy is good. I love that man. I love the ladies, but when it came to the burlesque show, the people that came through the club. Thank you. He was, he was the most entertaining that. burlesque. The ladies, they yep. look sexy, they dance, they're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He threw comedy in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, no. he was yep. entertaining. He. Yeah, he was he, good. He definitely yeah. enjoyed entertaining. He he uh, is kind of that you know, '80s you know bad boy rocker kind of thing that is just like you know I right. I come in and I own this stage and I own the sh- <laughs> stage for three and a half minutes and then I get the fuck off the stage. And I was bartending I, one night and I, he came in with it was that tea and crumpet uh, oh, type of top oh, yeah. hat guy. So that was that was Alice in Wonderland night was and Wonderland. he did this English tea yes butler and I said can you please take your top hat and add a Mad Hatter theme. And he was like, what? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I was bartending and this guy comes, I had no idea who it was. Guy comes up with this outfit mm-hmm. in total character mm-hmm. and oh played it on me. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Who is this dude? <laughs> they let him in the building? He must be with Jenga. And then, <laughs> creep alert. And then I, <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah, because he was, he floor. had like the dark circles and like, yeah. it was a, had, it was a dark number. A tooth. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't really that he dark. He was in character as soon as he got in that outfit. Yeah, he oh, was. Yeah. And he that's was missing a tooth for it. that act? Yeah. Yeah, he, he put black he on blocked, his tooth. Blocked, blacks out a tooth for that. Oh. He is truly the mad, like craziest wow. fucking batshit hatter. And it's like, 
it's it it's a little dark, and it he is a lot dark. He uh, not to spoiler alert, spoiler alert. <laughs> Do it. You can't can't he, spoil his act. He dips his balls in the teacup, literally. But oh. I'm not going to tell you how he ends it because it gets better. Oh God. Um, it's delicious. <laughs> and at NH, he could get all naked, which yeah. was awesome. But I got a lot of kickback for that. So thank you for ta- saying that. Because there were, it was, it made a lot of guys uncomfortable. Did did you get a lot of kickback oh, for the uh, New Year's Eve, the last New Year's Eve party? No, they were used to you guys by then. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, I had I had some I had some shit flung my way, but I was like, fuck you. Yeah. No, I because you guys did uh, Peacock, Carrie. Pay- it was it was, <laughs> a, it was a lot peacock. of it was a lot of mostly I feel uncomfortable in my pants kind of complaints. Yeah, you guys almost made out on stage. That was fabulous. That was we hilarious. did not make out on stage. I though. said almost. Almost. Uh, that's true. Yeah. No. So, I'm, I'm a consummate professional. I, yeah. I will not. I will not fuck my. I will not fuck my co-stars. Right. Don't shit where you eat. Exactly. That's that's uh. the. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had sex with Eddie. Um, <laughs> I haven't had sex with Cope, uh, who is my other... Uh, Your my fire other, buddy. Yeah, my fire buddy. Um, fire down below. I had sex with Etheria. You guys were having sex before you started performing together. That's, that's true. Yeah, so it's it grandfathered. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> you, had to, you had to bring family into it. Okay. Oops. Making it weird. Right. Um, Since 2005? Yeah. Can we get that I don't translated know why. into Latin? Because I'm pretty sure that's our family <laughs> motto at this point. I don't know it's why like, it's 2005. Fuck it. Um, I think that's the year I just threw my fucks out the window. It's 2005. A lot of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, BurleyCon was started. It doesn't give me a year. So, But it was started by Indigo Blue yes. and Joe Boobs Weldon, the headmistress of the New York School of Burlesque. And this is different because there aren't any shows. Mm-hmm. So, it's not like uh, Exotic Dance Week in New York or yeah. some of the other conventions. So, oh. the thing that kind of sets it apart is that the only kind of performance, the only actual burlesque you will see is um, if you um, go and to you go to the peer reviews that they have uh, once on, oh. I believe, Friday and okay. once on Sunday. And you did that? Did you go dance for or everybody? Saturday. Shake um, your groove thing? I, I did not perform. Mm. Uh, apparently, you had to book it well in advance because Got it, it mm. is a... Um, it is an open forum as well as having um, basically um, analysts or, uh, sorry, um, panelists. A- anal? N- no. Panelists? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Why you got to make weird? A, God, that was a painful are, pun. Fire um, day. <laughs> so, um, but yes, no, they were, uh, they were basically, there were panelists were basically giving their critique and um, it was it was very interesting to kind of get some insight as to where burlesque is at right now. Because sure. these are the people that are trying out new acts. Okay. And uh, kind of doing a little bit of um, experimental theater nice. for their prefer- particular performance style. Nice. So um, I saw some really interesting pieces. I saw some pieces that didn't really work. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was nice to kind of get an idea of like, okay, here's where my acts are at. Here's how I feel, you know, seeing these people that are kind of the – the backbone of, of performance in burlesque. And you're just throwing spaghetti on the wall, see what Pretty sticks. Pretty much. Just nice. throw and see what sticks. And, nice. Um, yeah, I, I've also learned some very interesting things about audiences as well. Okay. Uh, seeing oh. them perform. Uh, being, being a performer yeah. at a show is a lot different than being a performer in a analysis standpoint yeah it um, is well, definitely yeah and yeah. and watching and watching at a show you enjoy the show right when you are analyzing someone else's work then you don't necessarily 
it's hard. You're to not describe. lost in the moment. You're not lost in the moment. Yep. You don't get caught up in the story. You're watching yep. their footwork. You're watching their costume. You see how things go together. Yep. You're watching their their body posture. You're watching the things that make the act work. Welcome Rather, to my world. <laughs> there you go. You're you're watching the cogs on the watch, not the time on the watch. Sure. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. So um, that is, and that's that that's interesting that you bring that up because it's it's. Uh, having come from comedy world yeah. as well it, comics do not laugh at each other's bits they shouldn't and we don't like we sit there and like it, it used to make freckles crazy when we go to comedy <laughs> shows because like did you enjoy it i'm like yeah that was a fucking awesome show you didn't laugh once oh yeah <laughs> well I, you know yeah I, I do i do enjoy because you're analyzing i, I don't it. Yeah. i don't laugh I, at art shows either <laughs> yep I, I, I that's at, right i laughed at a van gogh that yes. was well because it was so tiny you thought it had, it had a bigger dick i didn't i didn't <laughs> laugh no that was that was a life-changing moment where i had an existential crisis at like 11 so thanks for that you're welcome yeah was that um, your only one <laughs> that was the that was one of them for that day. um for that particular day sure uh that was an existential crisis um and um no but uh when i was uh when i was at the van gogh museum yeah. Um, it was a, uh, there was two self-portraits right next to each other. One was of Van Gogh right before, or right after he left art school. And um, the next one was a painting of him when he was in Arlay. And he actually, you know, gave a shit about his paintings and wasn't following the standard practices. And one was very run-of-the-mill Renaissance art. And it was kind of like you. This could be mista- easily mistaken for you know uh, any number of other artists, like a Bob Ross or yeah, something. You, you, <laughs> sure, sure. Um, <laughs> Bob Ross. But it was just it was so unfortunately normal. Right. It looks so plain, and it was uninspired. It was dark. It was it was just wasn't a good painting. Mm-hmm. And um, why would you drink more of that? I got to finish what I started. You're, yeah, I'm with you there. You're a horrible person. Um, oh. Anyway. Um, oh, oh, God. That was no. not right. Anyway. I'm um, not finishing it now. Anyway, so you had a crisis about... Yeah, it was It was just... That was... that was. Um, it was interesting seeing the comparison and... Um, so how did this tie into what you saw this weekend? To or what last... I saw the, when, whenever you were at So the, the reason why I bring this particular story up, because I like running off on tangents, um, is and because... And that's what we're about here. Yeah, right. Um, I realized that artistry and, and uh, teaching only goes so far. Um, okay. And you can only learn so much before you have to just go out and discover. And, and just fucking uh, do it. And you just got to be able to do it. So that's that's just what's important. And it's and you've kind of taken a break this last year I from have. burlesque. So yeah. you you got started when you were nineteen. Yes, doing burlesque. Um, I was performing at the club. And actually, uh, much to my chagrin as a parent, I used to joke with you guys when I would drop <laughs> you and your sister off at dance lessons, and as you were getting out of the car, I'd say, "All right, if you guys become strippers, I get ten percent." <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I now would, you're asking for twenty, aren't you? Uh, yeah, you bet. Well, she's kicking herself because she didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, you've got more than your ten percent. Yeah, <laughs> in just my first year. That's Fuck. a verbal contract, baby. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was a joke that we actually made. Yeah. And then, what got you interested in doing burlesque? First of all, at such a young age, um, um, and you were interested in doing it. And then I said, hey, I've got a stage. Come and do this thing. 
Yeah. Uh, dance, monkey, dance. And and see what you think. You I think fucking was your, owe me. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which no, is I weird because you paid for my class. No, um, I know, but I didn't. Yeah. So it was it was actually uh, Serafina yes. you took a burlesque class from. Um, I I originally the thing that because you've got some moves like you've always had you. moves. Yeah. Um, and the thing that made me he kind was of, hitting on chicks and picking them up at weddings when he was like twelve. I wasn't dancing though, and yeah, she you appro- were. She approached me. Yeah, uh, she saw was, you. It was weird. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, anyway, um, but um, it was a. I, I think it was a combination of things because I went to a burlesque show um, basically like right before I started working at the club fairly regularly. Right. And it was a experience for me because I got to witness kind of a very diverse slice of what Seattle had to offer. And that was a Sirens burlesque show in Everett, correct? Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, it was the, I believe uh, the lineup was, the, the two that I remember the most was uh, Boom Boom LaRue. She's great. Yeah, she's she's a very lovely um, classical performer. And she actually performed at the Peer Reviews. And uh, nice. she was trying out a new number. It was very interesting, for sure. Um, and then um, the other one was Serafina. And I what I saw in Serafina's act uh, made me want to become that level of performer. She's amazing. And she's yeah. only been doing it for about three years right now. I believe it. Yeah. It's crazy no. town. And she, she's fantastic at it. She's, uh, she's been, um, if she's not the next deed of aunties, there's no justice in this world. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, for her, it was, it was just, uh, it, I guess it, it's kind of that, that, you know, that, uh, perception of like, just like the very, it was very demure and, and very, uh, powerful burlesque and everything like that it it drew me in and that so to speak yeah um and that uh god you're awful um but just the the intensity and it just it was she was putting herself on the stage and letting people witness that and i thought thought that that was an amazing piece of art that I felt that I could also do. Um, and she's neo-burlesque. Yes. She does not do, I mean, she has a few classic numbers that I've seen, but she very much pushes the envelope and has her own production company, Strip yes. Screw. She, she has a lot of, um, I, I'm sure she would even classify it as weird shit. Oh um, yeah. Like yeah. when you, when you talk to her, she's just like, I just, whatever. I like, just like throw shit on the wall and see what sticks. I'm, I'm just Satan, glad. anarchy, nine inch nails. Pot. I mean, really, just yeah. any any number of things. It's just kind of like it's all it's Ooh, all. Oh, I found there. this at Goodwill. Let's make a number around it, right? Yeah, yeah. That is that is one the... of her classes. Actually, was upcycling. Did you go do that? I did not. Okay, um, tell I me was... about the classes that you took. So uh, the classes I took were a mix of uh, beginner classes um, and as well as a couple of um, just kind of general things that looked interesting to me. Um, one of the classes that I took was uh, writing your own bio. Nice. Thank Which, you so much. Right? I'm going to kiss somebody. Who taught that class? I'm going to kiss um, him on the mouth. It was Sailor St. Clair, uh, the mayor of Seattle Burlesque. Um, she was a um, she was very uh, insightful in kind of offering the kind of the bullet points for all of that. And good. Yeah, it was it was good. Um, definitely learned uh, quite a bit in there. Um, we have a date, Sailor. 
<laughs> I do um, like kissing the, sailors. The, the, uh, the finer points of writing about yourself in the third person. Yeah, um, something that I I guess I was already because that was like one of the banes of my existence at club because oh, it was I cold. well because. I wouldn't necessarily get them in advance. There were a few performers. I'm not going to paint a picture, but yeah. there were a few for performers that would send me stuff like what's your next show, blah, blah, blah in advance. Most of the time I was up in the dressing room 10 minutes before they were going on stage. Tell me what you want me to say. Like all of my, my intros and stuff were on the fly. Yeah. No, it was I, all I improv. I know that. And I know you had me write a few of those, uh, when we were uh, yeah. working together. Um, Usually, I was one of those people as well, um, <laughs> because you know she'd write she well our our conversations were pretty simple. You'd run upstairs and ask me, you know, what should I tell him, and I kind of gave you kind of a gauge of like, sure, tell him a little bit or tell him a lot, tell him everything. Fuck mm-hmm. it, I don't care. I, the the I don't cares were the most fun actually. Um, but you never uh, knew what I was gonna say. Yeah, pretty much. And then we had the and then we would write a couple of the intros together, and that was always fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that was one of the classes. Um, the other one that I took was a um, was a comedy class, oh, which fun. was uh, introducing reintroducing uh, comedy sketches into burlesque shows. Oh, oh wow! Good. Yeah, excellent. And, yeah, it was a lot How of fun. How do you teach comedy? I figured that'd be the uh, most difficult thing to teach somebody. Well, um, you can't teach timing. No, you absolutely cannot teach timing. Um, but, but you I, can teach nope. comedy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, we're all awful. Yeah, but I, uh, but I, w- that class in particular was taught by a burlesque legend uh, called. His name was uh, Bick Carroll, and he's um, an interesting motherfucker, isn't he? He's he wow. got some chick knocked up when he was a teenager. Oh. She didn't want the baby. Maybe he his took girlfriend? the baby. Yeah, his, his girlfriend. <laughs> hey. He was. He came from a good Italian Catholic family, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he <clears throat> took the took the baby, and was basically con- moving around doing burlesque shows uh, trying to stay away from CPS because they were going to take the baby away. Oh. So then he moved to Paris and started working in a nudie club mm-hmm. and it, this fabulous kid was raised by stripper moms. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And he, yeah. he was... In France where they do not take the babies. Yes. Right. Um, did you also read about the wow. story about how um, after he came back to America he couldn't do all nude anymore? Yes. Yes. And he had... That was interesting. Yes. He had two pythons. And, uh, right, this is two one of snakes. His, yep, and that was his absolutely f- his favorite story to tell at Burley College. Yeah, was that um, he had to prove to a judge that uh, he did not take off his thong. Um, and that's this is his more famous story. So oh. I'm sure a lot of um, I'm sure a lot of burlesque performers know this already. But um, basically, what he told the judge was that he could not control the 200 pound snake. The you know ten Are eleven you foot long serious? snake that he had in his hand, the snake would crawl down into his into his g string, and it would <laughs> pop the g string because that shit was so tight. Yes, it was like it was. If I shimmied wrong, it fall off. But all he had to prove was that it was not his. Hand. Ah, the snake's gonna do what the snake's gonna do. Yeah, if you want to confiscate the what snake, he eats two chickens a week. And that was that was his tagline for that joke. <laughs> yes, I heard that story probably about four or five That's times. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, and then he went on after he retired from burlesque. He went on and stripping, whatever he wants to call it. Yeah, I, I don't think he really retired though. The way that he talks about it. So. Sure, but yeah. he has his own Vegas show now. Yes, and he his does. own production company, and he actually designed costumes for 
the Tiger Brothers down there. Yes, he uh, uh, he told me that Siegfried and Roy. Yes, thank you. Oh. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, he uh, he told it's me won that, a lot um, of awards and all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, when he was doing road shows uh, back in his early career, um, basically he had uh, twenty five dollars a week uh, for his costume budget, wow. and he had to costume, Ooh. I think. Five or six acts, uh, two sketches, and at least one um, one interstitial. Wow! <laughs> On twenty five dollars in like nineteen sixty something. All right, so that was considerably more money than it is now. But I don't. It doesn't matter. But, yes, he had to all, yeah. come up with that, and that yeah. was his budget. And that's excellent. Yeah. Uh, so he he would tell that you know like the the dress that he made on week one would become a pink dress on right. week two, and <laughs> yep. week three the dress would be brown and then uh-huh. you know, yeah they would wear them until they disintegrated. Sure, nice, yeah. yeah. Wow, so, yeah, the guy's very the guy's cool. So fantastic. you took a class with him. Tell yes. tell us about his class. Uh, so he um he basically offered up two sketches uh, that he wanted to have people as um. He he wanted to bring a bit of vaudeville to to burlesque shows, and the thing that annoyed the hell out of him apparently, right? Um, being a crotchety uh, older gentleman, um, <laughs> he uh, he uh, made the decision that uh, he was going to have um, he was going to uh, pass along his knowledge of that and his understanding of um, of. That that comedy sketch that is now seen on Saturday Night Live or okay. in any kind of sketch comedy. Show. I'm not sure Saturday Night Live is a good example. They okay, kind of, they kind that, of su- that's, they kind that's of that's the one I can think of. Though, but I get I get you I get you. Yeah, they're basically they he wanted to do sketch comedy that you know, and he would talk about how these these sketches would go for two minutes or they would go for twenty five, and mm-hmm. it was one of those Ooh. things where if he could if they kept laughing they'd stay on stage. Sure, huh. and it was basically t- as almost. Not quite filler because it was its own thing. Yeah. But they they had you know tit a tat and slapstick. Sure. And it was it was the proving ground, um, to him really. It was the proving ground for any comedic performer if nice. they couldn't basically keep an audience occupied for x amount of time, then you know You're they gone. weren't funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. So uh, nineteen sixty four dollars to now twenty five bucks would be one hundred eighty nine dollars a week, which is uh, nothing. That is that is for on doing one hundred eighty nine dollars. No, and you week. have to come up a week. with a brand new axe. Having having costumed. Wow. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. Oh, so, <laughs> okay, so seven seven hundred fifty a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for twenty a... twenty performers. Um. Yeah. More or less. So like ten bucks a week per performer. And they weren't necessarily the same performers. Oh my god! What oh, a nightmare! Geez. Yeah, <laughs> I bowed to him. Yes, he's a that's, he's, that's pretty amazing. He's a wonderful, mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful character. And yeah, he, my entertainment maybe the price budget. of fabric was cheaper. It compared it's to not. That. It's no, not, that's that's yeah, a direct no, correlation. Yeah. Like okay. you know, fabric back then was fifty cents a yard. It's five dollars a yard now. That's direct correlation. It's, it's so. exactly the same. It's um, scaled the same. Yeah, I mean, scaled you know, the same. It's it's not it's not terrible, but he made it work. That's and terrible. Yeah, <laughs> fair, fair enough. Tell, it is I'm just terrible. telling you that's terrible. Um, but so the thing that he he really, but he basically he he threw two sketches together. All right, and uh, one of them was a very classic. You know, basically, you know, all of the student, all of the performers were children. They were students in a classroom with a teacher. Okay, so the teacher was the straight man. And, sure. And um, basically, he she he or she had to keep uh four four comedies uh for uh for slapsticks on occupied and on track wow and that was that was it and um 
he he did that that one first, and then the second one was a um, was one of those classic uh, back and forth tit a tat straight man funny man. Okay, and then they would do a scene together. All right. Um. So yeah, some some of the some of the some of the uh, acts the two acts were a little outdated uh, with some of their jokes and things like that. He did try to update it. Sure, but it was like okay, like. Okay, this is definitely a product of the 20s. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. yeah uh, rape potion number nine was a uh, very interesting act. Oh, my. Um, what? What so was it called? I, I refer to it as rape potion number nine. Oh, my God. Because it was a, it was basically the straight man had a magic potion from when he was traveling that uh-huh. would get any woman to do whatever he wanted. Oh. <laughs> oh. Was like, okay. Roofie That's number roofie. nine. Roofie number nine. <laughs> All right, I got yeah. it. It was like, oh my. Okay, yes. This or, is... you know, that's the theme for Wicked. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but the thing but the thing is, is that it was, I, 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 I definitely saw that there is going to need to be some updating because I guarantee you that if you go to your local library and pick out a vaudeville sketch, probably wouldn't fly in a modern Oh, theater. hell no. Yeah. There's so much racism and all kinds of crap that yeah. came from vaudeville. Oh, yeah. No, it's... It's, it's not politically not correct minstrel shows. Uh, minstrel shows. <laughs> minstrel shows? Minstrel shows. Minstrel shows. <laughs> oh, God. Oof. Ouch. Wow. Okay. Um, no, but I, I there is something to be said. It's just like to liken it back to art. Yeah, you have to learn how to figure draw and and learn the rules so you know how to break them. Right. If you if you don't like drawing dicks, you still kind of got to learn how to draw dicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's important. So I'm really glad yep. you went to his class. Yes. He sounds like an amazing dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you to move forward. And he was tracking you down, I hear. Yeah, he uh, <laughs> he posted online that he uh, was interested in finding me. And um, apparently um, it was it was very interesting to see kind of my friends kind of take over that thread a little <laughs> bit. Because um, I was not in the uh, I was not in the BurleyCon message board before oh. that. So I was he was basically, you know You were just the hit it and quit it unknown. Yeah, like, it was complete unknown. Stealth. Yeah, and I was in and out and I had no presence. It was just kind of like Hello. I'm very interesting apparently. Bye. <laughs> Jeez. Um but it was But you were successful in his class, yes, obviously. I, he enjoyed he uh, he enjoyed how it clicked with me apparently. Okay. He um he definitely felt that my uh, my timing was very good. Nice. And uh, he told me later on when I actually got a hold of him, yeah. uh, he told me later on that I was now responsible for bringing uh, comedy back to burlesque. No pressure. No fucking None. pressure. He said he'd be watching. I was like, <laughs> he'd well, be watching. I'll thank be watching you, Vegas. Thank you, Mr. Vegas. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we're excited to see where you go for sure. Because yes. you've also got your fire thing going so you took a year off from burlesque to yes. explore your fire uh passion yes so to speak um i i feel that i didn't really stop looking into uh dance and no of course no not. and it, and basically i just wanted to focus more on but some things go to the front burner some go to the back yeah and you, and you, you know you have you got to make choices there's only so many hours in the day yeah and i as i as i told uh eddie when i was uh with him at BurleyCon, um i stopped and doing... you guys shared a bed yes we did um <laughs> I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> but uh, as I explained to him that it was one of those things where you have to kind of pick and choose what your passions are yeah. um, in a given day. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, like some I days was... it's doing laundry and some days it's uh, taking your clothes off. Exactly. And for me, I, I never stopped rehearsing choreography and I never stopped 
researching or sure. or really kind of playing around with costumes it. and fucking around. I, I yeah, it was it was one of those things where I was more interested in honing my body and uh, getting to know. You hired a personal trainer. Yes, so I, you can get felt. I I worked with a person. I work with a personal trainer. Um, it's been kind of on and off because well. What what other relationship is better than an on and off, um, <laughs> or in and out, or in and out? Um, and you've seen him naked, Jack. So how's yes, he have. how's he looking now? Hey, buddy. No, it's been a year and a half or so. A little more cut. Yeah, uh, he's he's still the boy. <laughs> <laughs> still but the boy. you you've been damned a, with fake You've praise. been an amazing <laughs> uncle to him. Um, and I'm gonna talk about some personal shit here. Sure, go for it. So he was supposed to perform a number at club for uh, the Lady of the Manor. It was her birthday. You had created a special number just for her. I did, yes. And it was an amazing number. Yeah. Um, can I talk about it a little bit? Absolutely. So uh, the rule of the internet is if you can think it, it, it exists. And I was trying as the entertainment director to figure out how in the fuck do you take... Uh, the Lady of the Manor's favorite band, which was Guns N' Roses. Guns and motherfucking And make, make it fit with the theme, which was around her birthday, of Cinco de Mayo. Oh, God. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, internet, I can think it. It will exist. I'm going to Google the shit out of you. Mariachi, Guns N' Roses. So epic. Within five minutes. I not only, and I was thinking I was going to get like some crazy YouTube cover thing, people fucking around. No, there is a band called Metalachi and they were on Amazon and I was able to download their album and it had her favorite song covered in a mariachi theme, which was Sweet Child of Mine, which is hilarious because he is sweet child of ours, working at the manor, the youngest person on the staff. Yep. And you came up with a... Oh God! It was so racist and so awful, aw- awesomely awful. I have since no. um, incorporated new things into the act that Ooh. I feel is a little bit more um, appropriate. Is it respectful. less? Is it less appropriative? I don't know. I, I had this debate at so BurlyCon. Oh, did you? Oh, uh, yeah. We well, we had we we nixed the giant handlebar mustache. Yes. Uh, but yeah. he, he oh, came, did? Yeah. yeah. He came out in a serape and a giant sombrero. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. um I had I had <laughs> a basically like a cobbled together bullfighter costume on under that. A matador. Yeah, it was a matador with Which uh, was hot, by the was, way. It was nice. It was a fun yeah. it was a fun little piece. And um, by the way, costuming goddess over here, I'm gonna toot my own horn a little bit. Mm-hmm. I only had to make two stops and had your costume together within twenty four hours. Which is fan fucking tastic. Well done. Five. Um anyway. <laughs> So, it was it was not ten dollars. So. No, God no. There is there is no tooting of anyone's own horn on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'll toot your horn. Um, so, uh, but yeah. So, um, so then I uh, tell them what happened uh, the day of the performance. Your girlfriend dumped your sorry ass. Dumped me dumped. like a fucking garbage bag on the fucking side of the road. Yeah, it was awful. It was there were tears. I tried to ply you with drinks. Uh, there was chocolate involved you were having none of it you told me that I was a horrible stage mother and that I was an asshole for trying to make you go on stage yep so I went and got Captain Jack and I said hey uncle (laughs) I believe it was I don't think you really said much just like hey be good to him he's having a bad night that that is true you didn't really say anything you didn't ask anything of me I don't believe that (laughs) 
Right, and you, but you but, totally stepped up. But I yeah. got stuck washing dishes with this depressed dude. <laughs> and I wanted my night to be better. Yeah, that's true. So this is not going to fly. Okay? You went so out on the back porch. Let's, and... let's cheer him up a little bit. And, yeah. And uh, rally his cause, because he has a performance yeah, right. for the main lady of the manor. And he wasn't going to do it. He was like, fuck you right in your face. Yeah. I'm not doing yeah, it. Yeah, we had a long conversation that night. Yeah. no, In between was... dishes. Yeah, I remember it was. Uh, we we continued on into a second night, as I recall, when we were on the dish yes. pit together again. But um, I, yeah, we were on a fucking timer that night, and I had no backup plan. I know, and that was she had an expectation as well. She as did call because we told her there was something crazy coming, and she needed to gird herself. Yes, and it was <laughs> it was like the worst worst possible fucking thing. For you know, a young a young boy to have happened to him because your girlfriend was supposed to be there that night to cheer you on. Yep, and it was it was kind of your big debut. Like you'd done stuff, but it was more like a showcase kind of thing. This was your first solo. It was my first like absolutely solo. Like no, yeah, no contest. This was important. And I'm not a stage mom. No, like well, I. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh you were no, saying? you go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, don't all stage moms say that. Yes. <gasps> oh, oh boy! Um, I have like not cast my kids and shit because they showed up with a crappy audition. How's that bus? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know if I could she... divorce you twice, I would. <laughs> she, she is right. I have. I think I've worked with you as a director. How many times? Maybe several. Once? Several times, but it was usually you brought me in because I was. I was useful to you because I would do what you told me to. You were to. a tool. I was wow. a tool. Well, I mean, she would bring me for like backstage shit. Sure, yeah. Oh, I was, yeah. Typical parent I, shit. I, I had more muscles than the average stagehand that she had on task. <laughs> oh, that's different. I know. Truth. But um, that's that's just child labor. I know. Um, I remember. Um, but it's. Um, that's just mommy needs a new pair of shoes. No, but um, as far as like being on stage, I do know parents that will become directors so their kids can get stage time. I've never done that. Yeah, you you've uh, you've definitely um, have uh, laid into me uh, when we were working together a little bit more than other people, though. Um, I, well, I think there was a bit of an yes. expectation um, because of you course. were the director um, that yeah, that's I needed to different. perform. And then well, it got deep on the O Face podcast. Yeah, I think that that's uh, okay. So. I'm not a stage parent in the sense that I don't create scenarios for you to be successful. No, absolutely not. You I just fu- threaten I- to shoot me with a paintball gun when I don't project. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do push you more than I would the average performer. Yes, you do. So, so that is how you are a stage Because mom. potential. Yes. You, you are, the, you are the, the Russian dance instructor. You know, if we are not geometrically perfect, then, you know, we get shot. And... The Ukraine will be mine. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, that's an old joke. Oh God, that's such um, an old family joke. But um, <laughs> yeah, but in in the sense that like I don't create scenarios. And actually, no. as you were having your meltdown, and uh, I was creating a plan B, and actually talking to Mister Big about let's go look in your costume closet. What do you have? And he was like, "Oh fuck you!" And I'm like, "I don't give a shit. Like you're doing this. If he <laughs> if, if the boy doesn't come through, you're fucking going out. You yeah. are doing something. Which would have been an interesting story in of itself. True. But um, thanks to uh, Captain I Jack. Don't exactly, I don't remember what I said. So much. Uh, you know what? It's not important just, that you said you. it. It's important is that you were there. You. you were there for it, and that was the important. Uh, thing. It was something like you know what? Own it right now. Mm-hmm. Put it behind you. Here's your opportunity to 
start anew, and you have a big show. Yeah. And yeah. It was, Enjoy the moment. You you said pull up your big boy, big boy panties and uh, go do it. it and we we had like three hundred people there that night. Uh, Seek out yeah. Mile was a big night. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was that was pretty scary. I didn't and, do dishes that often. Yeah. And only on the big nights. There was two of us. Yeah. No, that was <laughs> I, so sorry for that. that well, that's a terrible way to go. Um, and you busted it out. You brought it. Yeah, and yeah, that was that was kind of the the important bit was that it was like I. Granted, you know, I I had a couple more couple more drinks than I probably needed uh, to make the pain go away, um, but I still. I, I still went on stage. You still pulled roses out of your panties, and that's I, the important thing. I still pulled ro- I still pulled, pulled roses right out of my dick hole and uh, told them, you know, this is this. Those is my were just for Norbert, though. Yes, they were, and I wanted to make sure it was nice and um, moist, fresh, spritzed. Um, <laughs> since we're playing the weird game, so let's uh, let's uh, let's talk about the. Uh, the beat or the, the, the yeah. Beat so how'd you the improve Burley it? Con, the Burley Con commentary. So um, it was uh, so I'm because not- Mitzi, uh, Eddie's wife, mm-hmm. it, and they're they're the dynamic duo of oh, yeah. burlesque. They're fabulous. I like to hire them both in, and they do a really good job together. Yes, she is Hispanic. Yes, she. What she have to say about it? Um, she uh, in, in what sense that like she was a that she um. She is. She's also a social activist. Sure. So, um, so I guess uh, the the kind of the perception that I kind of got from the two of them was that they've been doing BurlyCon for a while. Uh, this is kind of uh, coming home to their to their burlesque family, and that they are very happy to finally be home. I guess is the best way they can describe it. Neat. Yes. Um, but I guess for for Mitzi, um, she's kind of gotten to the point now where it's become so normal for her. That uh, she does things like um, she will go to the uh, the uh, people of color uh, caucus. That's one of the things that they actually offered at the at the event was that uh, during the social nights uh, there would be caucuses for like new people and uh, there would be LGBTQ. Oh God, I I alphabet plus. friendly. Yeah, the, the alphabet friendly. Uh, Why is that offensive? I, I don't. Just I don't move know. Along, um, move along. But it was it was a very <laughs> it was there there were different caucuses for different uh, people who had different walks of life. There were the newbies. There was all the all that kinds of stuff. And um, so she didn't like your Mexican act. Is that why you're avoiding the question? Oh, what <laughs> yes, was that? What the question was? <laughs> yeah, it was about the. Because you said something about some about comments that oh, you received no, no, about no, that no. act. No, not about that oh. act in particular. Well, I did bring that act up as an example, but um, the person I'm actually talking to was um, she was also a local performer, and I don't want to paint a picture um, because that that was a private conversation. But I will sure. talk about the conversation that sure. we had. No problem. Um, she um, she brought up this idea of cultural appropriation and yes. how um, people were very. Um, haphazardly uh, kind of just incorporating portions of other cultures into their acts. And it right. really wasn't, it wasn't right. I mean, Serafina has gotten shit for doing her colors, of the wind act from um, Sacagawea and yes. not being native American. Yes. And I, I, I had a very interesting conversation with her about it. Um, not, not Serafina, but um, this other performer this other who performer. shall remain anonymous. Well, I, yeah. No, I, yeah. it's fine. Um, so I I asked her if um, well she she brought up as how it's not it's not good um, it's not appropriate to steal other people's culture and everything like that. So um, I asked her if that was a um, 
why why that was necessary because you know there are things in culture in other cultures that I really appreciate. Um, example, um, I have done a lot of studying into sugar skulls. Um, and I acknowledge that you know some of the stuff that I have done as performances have been really not appropriate uh, by by that standard of of um, not taking other people's cultures and lampooning it um, for my own personal gain. And I will admit that I have done that, and I I feel that if I put the effort in and do the research and do the things that's important, um, that. I feel that if I'm that interested in it, that I almost have an obligation as a performer to share that with other people. Mm -hmm. And for me, I, <laughs> I brought up my idea for the mariachi act, mm -hmm. but I wanted to do it as a sugar skull. And Ooh. yeah, and I felt that that was a very interesting way to kind of strip down to the skeleton and then, or have um, kind of a motif of, you know, sugar skull, like along my face and across my body and everything like that. Cool, and I cool. thought that that was a very interesting and if i've done all the research and i have you know a very appropriate um celebration of it yeah exactly and i didn't use it as a celebration but you know the thing that um and i felt that it's like am i not as a performer obligated to share what i am passionate about with other people I right mean, isn't that the most authentic performance and um I guess her her takeaway from that conversation when I asked that question was that um, I should be prepared to have that conversation with other people. Absolutely. And I look oh, yeah, forward absolutely. to when I have that conversation. I had to have that about Redneck Night when we had it at the club and when I did midget oil wrestling. Seriously? <laughs> Wait, people were uncomfortable? Offended. They were offended? Okay. Um, <laughs> Just... Wow. Okay. That's all right. Um I got to I got to just say if you that that was probably the the best example of white privilege I've ever <laughs> right? encountered. Wait, it's white trash night and you're like giving me shit. Yeah. yeah. But no, I it's it's totally different. Yeah. Yeah, but I I I found but you know in in that same in that same uh avenue did people complain about when Eddie and I did the oil wrestling later in that exact same night? No. No. So Right. The, they did enjoy the shocker, though. People were freaked out about oh, that. Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure that they were. Um, apparently, I inspired a couple of uh, play sessions that ended up being very painful for ladies. So I was Whoops. upset about that, for sure. Yeah. Oh, dear. Um, wow. Wow. Wrong hole, wrong hole. I mean, yeah. Um, so, but, wrong woman. <laughs> so for me, I, I um, but in that conversation, I, I almost kind of found a, a new avenue for how I feel about things because I'm, sure. I'm very passionate about my pieces nice and I'm very passionate about what I put forth I'm I'm you you saw me when I did uh, an old-time rock and roll uh, old-time rock and roll the which is a picture that we're using for promotion that Wonderful. shirt yes. yes that particular shirt uh, it's the pink shirt the Tom Cruise act in like I think like wait the a minute of the film are you white enough to do that act? Isn't that cultural appropriation? <laughs> you know what? You didn't come from an upper middle class family. He's just not a Scientologist. Just a middle class family. He's Look, not I, a Scientologist. I was born a poor black child. Um, <laughs> He's not doing it right. Right? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's just that was... that was. I was born a poor black child. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I, I mean, it's still one of those things where, you know... Even if it was cultural appropriation, I still I fucking went out there with a goddamn dildo as my microphone, and I used a goddamn double-ended like eighteen-inch rubber dildo oh, I as a guitar. About that. Like, I was like, why was that act funny? What? Yeah, I was trying to remember. I, I put sunglasses on my dick. Like I don't. 
Like, how is that? Did the last person wash it before Hi, Mom. you used it? Oh. Um, it was a prop. It was a... Yeah. Yeah, well, I yeah. No. called the props. So no. no. Probably not. <laughs> yeah. So no. Um, but it, not again, for years. For me, it Full was... Full of I still have it, too. Good. Um, but for me, I... I, I I, I did a lot of research for that. I watched the whole damn movie like three times. You did. Well, and the, the risky business act that you did, mm-hmm. you uh, emulated the uh, choreography for the first yes. two minutes of the song. Well, which to is the essentially tea. to the and T. Then, and then you turned it into a crazy shenanigan shit show, which was awesome. Yeah. And a shenanigan shit show. Is that is that what my acts are now? Is that is that what it is? It was alliterative. It was funny, and it was shenanigans. It was, and it was a shit show of hilarity. Yes, indeed, it was. Um, I agree with that. Um, shit show can be good or bad. It sure. just depends on. It's like cool. God. Yeah. I don't know about good or bad. Shit I'm, show is kind of a shit show. I mean, I gotta agree with it's, you, Captain. It's, it's, it's a shit show is a shit my, show. My choreography is good comes, about that at all. My choreography can sometimes be a shit show, but damn he it, needed, I'm having he, fun up there. He almost, okay. he almost, yeah. he almost hurt himself. And yeah. he yeah. didn't really rehearse. So <laughs> from I, a director standpoint, it was kind of a shit show. Yeah. I, I did not go. realize that socks uh, slid would, would stick on a <laughs> uh, would stick on a dance floor. That's true. Yeah, Th- true. That was that was and, terrifying. And we oiled the dance floor instead of putting a varnish on it so yeah. people would not fall. Yeah, and that was so that so, heels would stick because yeah. I've seen way too many baby giraffes at that <laughs> club. <laughs> Just like Stumbling it's around, Bambi on ice. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and I and I, I stuck and I fucking did a front flip and I was just like, you "Oh did. shit!" Uh, hurt your shoulder again. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Recovered I though. You uh, did. Apparently nobody thought. Well, I mean, you know, the the time that I did, uh, I hurt my shoulder the first time. You know, I slammed onto that onto that dance floor, but nobody could tell. It wasn't until you know later on where I was. Was that like, the bit where you did the, yeah. the the fire thing with your girlfriend? Yes. Yep. Uh, you hit that. Yeah. I heard oh, a we, thud. I'm like, yeah. how nope. did he And you, stand were, you up? were standing next to me, right and you there. were like, holy shit, is he okay? I'm like, he'll be fine. He's a performer. He, He's got he it. Just, I was surprised you stood up off yeah. that. Yeah, and I was, He's I was got it. very, very terrified, but um, I, I recovered, and I did that. But but the point that I was trying to make was that you know, all of my all of my acts are meticulously researched. True. And I, I know that I sometimes throw shit against the wall to see what sticks, but the, th- the acts that I want to keep mm-hmm. are ones that I feel that I would – Wholeheartedly and graciously defend. Sure. Um, with all my heart because I've put myself into the time to make sure that everything that I do is appropriate. Yeah. And I don't... Um, Inappropriately appropriate. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just want to make sure, like, I have I have a, um, I have an insane, insane asylum uh, act that I'm coming up with right now. Nice. That it's, I think it's going to be very interesting, but I also want to make sure that I'm not portraying the mentally ill in a negative way because I, sure. I can understand why that would be why it could be misconstrued that way right. and I don't ever want people to be offended because I conveyed something that I didn't intend you and want to be do you want them to be offended for what you did intend to convey yes yes <laughs> yes yes um yeah that's that's yeah that's a very that's a very slippery slope though and again as as um, people are going to be offended with, or they're not flat yeah. out. Yeah, if, if you're not yeah. if you don't offend someone you're not doing it right exactly and, yeah but there there comes a line with that because if you're just doing it for the sake of offending people to get then you're just dane cook then you're just being a dick <laughs> um <laughs> But um, but yeah. So um, beyond that, I mean, you know, I know we got onto a huge tangent, but uh, the thing that I really enjoyed about um, 
BurleyCon was also that there was a lot of movement classes. And nice. I, I really, uh, there was analysis uh, that was taught by Ray Gunn, um, which is a... God damn it, he is a tall drink of water. He's really not. He's tiny. I'm just his essence he's got a he's got the energy of just like i am way bigger than i look sweetheart um <laughs> and he does that to every single person in the audience yeah yeah um and he's the sweetest dude oh he's a, like he's a sweetie yeah. i man the show that we went to last summer freckles and i and he spit beer all over the audience i was mm-hmm. just like oh i'm in love i think you actually said i think i just got pregnant with ray guns babies yes, <laughs> But it was, yes, so, but um, learning from him was very interesting. Yeah. Um, kind of got a, a re, kind of got a reinforcement of the things that I do for um, my own research and nice. finding and hitting those, those pops and those, uh, making sure that it's interesting and everything like that. So, um, right. For me, I, I really enjoyed those classes. And then, of course, I took a couple of other classes that were just kind of general, like, you know, this seems interesting. And this sure. is, you know, speaking about, um, you know, like growing up in an Appalachian matriarchy, which was just kind of somebody talking about their life story. And That's cool. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah, Willie Barrett. Uh, Barrett I, oh, God, name just flew right out of my sure. head. But it was still a really fantastic Nice. Yeah. So this is kind of the new year for you as far as uh, getting more into burlesque because you've been yes. working on your fire. Yes. Um, and you are an amazing fire performer. You got started uh, at the age of 12 in your parents' dining room. I um, understand. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I got started fire breathing. I was actually, I believe, 11. Oh, like, shit. It was very close. But hey, you know what? It's okay. It is. You're, you're Wow, you have some bad parents. Yeah, right? It happens. Right? It happens. Yeah. I've been, I, but... Um, it was um, it was a friend of ours fortieth uh, birthday. birthday. Yep, it was mm-hmm. it was a family friend's fortieth birthday, and uh, there was a gentleman by the name of I believe uh, Crazy Dave. Crazy yeah. Dave. Crazy Dave. Yep. Um, which, if I had met him at my at the age I am now, I would just think that he was just fucking idiot. <laughs> um, but that's fairly accurate. But because I met him at eleven years old, and I didn't, you know, he pick was the best thing. I didn't pick up on any of that shit. Um, <laughs> I did, and I still like him. Yeah, exactly. Um, he, he, I believe he told you that he figured out how to breathe fire. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, let's bring it, because I had done some fire breathing in the past, but yeah, like, yeah, but there was a whole bunch of like circus tricks and stuff that I knew that I had to forget because kids. Yeah, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, your mistake. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, well so they did a, they did a, um, they did a, f- a birthday candle, I guess would be the best way to describe it. Sure. For, for our esteemed friend who was turning yeah. 40. Yeah. And uh, what was it, what were the ingredients that he used? Um, I believe. Everclear and a lighter. Ever Everclear and a lighter. And he just yep. like did a quick, like just a pop of fire that was enough to like freak everyone the fuck out. In the dining because room. Because it was in the, in the dining, dining room. room. In a oh, low boy. ass ceiling. There yeah. was like eight and, foot ceiling. And there were foot, balloons. And balloons. That popped. That popped. Yeah. Like I'm, sub- <laughs> I'm amazed that we didn't scorch the ceiling. Oh, we kind of oh, did. did. We cooked oh, it a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. Like there was, yeah. was, there was a brown spot. I had yeah. to clean it. Yep. Yep. And it was just like. Wow, that's really cool. Let's do that again in the yard. Yeah, and um, so we did, and uh, breathed fireballs all night. Yep, and I, I believe, and I you made me go first. I remember asking you if I could go learn from him. Yeah, and um, I believe you told me that I had to talk to him myself if I wanted to learn how to do it. Yep, and that I think was the first time that I actually 
I think that that was actually the first time that I actually sought out something that I was interested in that was completely separate from anything that my family knew or anything that, you know, was normal to me. I I went and sought out my own weird. Yeah. And granted, you know, I was 11. So, you know, I thought, you know, mother, you know, everybody, the parents obviously got to get permission from your parents. Well, and you saw me doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I want to learn how to do that. Sure. And uh, for me, I was just... um, I, I I walked I, I basically I talked to him and he showed me how to do it and uh, I believe you found out later on that he had figured out to do it that morning so um, <laughs> he was probably about 12 hours my senior right. in this particular endeavor right and um, so and then he's I guess not still doing it so yeah probably um, so when I was oh god like maybe 18 I believe because I was doing the Everclear breathing for well yeah, yeah so the the short version of that is that you uh continued to practice and progressed and did a really good job mm-hmm. one point you burned your hair off several times as a uh, matter of fact yeah your sister has been your your fire safety protocol for a long time yes uh which is awesome and we tried to get you involved in a fire breathing group to get professional training and safety training at the age of 16 they wouldn't take you on for insurance reasons that's fair and so at 18 i was like go go do this uh contacted my uncle who Mm -hmm. is a comic in vegas and said hey can you because you were started doing more research and we're like, hey, I want to breathe with kerosene. I'm like, fuck that. No, yeah, absolutely no. not. <laughs> yeah, and that's, no. That's, I'll and talk about I think that, that that's, yeah. yeah, that's the only time when I said, uh, no, absolutely we're not doing not. that. Well, I mean, kerosene causes throat cancer. Yes. And it's very rapid how and, quickly it causes throat cancer. And you were cancer. 16, 17, and I was like, hell no, because yeah. you were like, my fireballs aren't big enough. Uh, no, I couldn't get a, well, but yeah, no. Ser- yeah, seriously. My, was- my my chemistry brain was like, I'm not aspirating correctly or like I can't get an extension or it's like I'm not doing this right and I need to find out why. So and let's try more fuel. Let's try different fuels. So I actually contacted my uncle and I said, can you talk to some of the performers in Vegas? He did a bunch of research and talked to people at Cirque du Soleil and they gave us the super secret ingredient. Yeah. So that's when he, yeah. Yeah, and that's it's still a secret, super secret ingredient. I only tell people in person um, because I don't want that information nope. getting out. Because I'm sorry, I I've seen way too many people get hurt online, and yep. uh, that scares the living you shit. Gotta out ha- of me. You gotta have some training. If you're great gonna, power, if you're gonna, yeah, great power, great responsibility, etc. Blah blah blah. Um, so, but I I um, so I continued to progress, and I got I actually did end up getting a little bit of professional training with them. Um, but it ended up not being a good fit and I was getting on with other parts of my life. Sure. So now you're part of Spinner and the Fire Collective and you've created the Emerald City Dragons. Yes. And Um, you guys are actually working with the fire marshal in Seattle to get certain things approved. Yes. Uh, you're up for hire for private gigs and holiday parties. Yes, indeed I am. And if people want to contact you, they can do it through emeraldcitydragons at gmail.com. One final question for you before we go. Sure. So... The booty shaking, the mm-hmm. fire breathing. Mm-hmm. Does it get you more pussy? Um, Bobby wants to know. <laughs> Making if, it weird. If you, <laughs> I'm asking for the listeners. I don't really give a shit. I could drop my mic and leave the room. <laughs> Bullshit. So, fire performance and burlesque and all that other stuff. Really, for me, I don't care about what kind of pussy it gets me um if i were to and i'm gonna get into a long wind tangent if i if i continue talking about this shit because it's my art and it's for me i'm not in it for 
the fame or the money or the pussy. I just want to do it because it's fucking fun. Nice. And I think that's what people see. So to answer your question, yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does actually. Yeah. Yes, yes. It, and it makes you, you it makes you more me... confident and it makes you happy and just for some reason that is just a pussy magnet <laughs> when you smile. Um, uh, and you got a lot of phone numbers I heard at BurleyCon. Um <laughs> That um yeah, the the Saturday night uh social was a very interesting endeavor. Um got got uh, way way too wasted. Um had a lot of fun just kind of getting to know people and everything like that. Um, yeah, I, I think I may have handed out my number way too many times. Yeah. yeah. Is there such a thing? When you have a stack of business cards, it's like handing out candy. So, yeah. Yeah, it was – I think there was, was too awesome. much. I, I think I may have made a terrible mistake, but we'll see. Because <laughs> uh, you've been We're getting, getting business cards. text messages from gay guys. It wasn't – say that i mean you know there's some people who have definitely expressed an interest in getting to know me and everything <laughs> like that gotten any dick pics no not yet All i'm right. kind of disappointed actually <laughs> um <laughs> anyway so well if you'd um, like to send dick pics to uh drucy fur emerald city dragons at gmail.com i yes. preferred that <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> Like that's that's for professional use only. If so you're do it to book us yeah, exactly. or see yeah, us for uh, perform parties. for holiday parties and whatnot. I believe we have a New Year's Eve show coming up in Tacoma. Nice. Um, but other than that, um, I'm sure we will get more details as they come down the pipe. Nice, absolutely. So, Thanks yeah. for being here. Thank you for having me. It's a lot this of fun. Is fantastic. Long if you want to get in, indeed in touch with the O Face Podcast, it's the O Face Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at the O Face Podcast and at Miss Jenga. You can find us on Facebook. Freckles O Face, Jack O Face, and the O Face Podcast all have a presence there. And you can find our website, theofacepodcast.com, where you can get our episodes and everything else, including links to uh, Emerald City Dragons. Hey-o. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. That's it. That's I think, it. Yeah. yeah. I think right now that, I mean, I've seen, I've seen his fireballs. Definitely 110%. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. They're, that, they're 110% bigger than average? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in that case, that's another podcast. In the boys can. Yes. yes. The Fade Podcast. Doing it wrong. That looks easy enough. And Joey is going to try it out. Sound check, 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 check. Check it is. So check that. Check by that top level. Check. That's still going to blow us. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah. Toil and trouble. Yeah, so we do O-Face Quickies now. You do O-Face Quickies now. Periodically. We have been for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, we we kind of dropped the ball on that shit. We definitely need to get back on that. Yeah. Get on it. Get on that shit. Mm -hmm. So So. what what entails within a Quickie? Either a really dirty story or just something weird and hilarious that's totally off topic. something random that we just haven't recorded at any particular time. Yeah, Yeah. the thing is is that the the Patreon uh, sponsors... The people who That's donate to bonus. our Patreon, they get oh, cool. they get access to an O-Face Quickies website. You have a Patreon now? We Yes, for some time now, actually. Wow, yes. very nice. Going quite well. well yes. That's good to hear. All right, yep. let's get so on with the podcast. A, do- a, dollar, a dollar an episode is all we ask. You guys, wow. shut yeah. up. Let's do this. Okay. All right. Thank is you. that enough? That's enough of the sound check? Make it happen. Okay. Captain Says, says the captain. Bird.